I'm now into Squared Circle 101. You got your man, the Titalia Stallion, Mr. Sunny Hill here. Now with me, now I heard the fire department is hiring minorities and women, but they won't accept him because he's just too pretty. My man shooting. How you doing, man? Man, how you going to throw a shot at me like that, like that, man? What's good with that, man? I thought we was boys. It's all good. Just make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Don't forget to download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS, baby. The champ is here. Ah, how you doing? You doing good? Man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. Sorry, it's running a little bit late, but you know what? I'm here. Better late than never, man. That's right. It's okay. They'll hear it on time. <laughs> only only we knew you were late, but thanks for letting the rest uh, of the world man, know. I actually, cool. tell you the truth, you were late. No, it wasn't. How was I? How was I late? No, man, we ain't getting into that. We ain't getting if into the that. person who sets the time can't be considered late, I said three o'clock. I set the time. Time will start till I get here. Oh god. Any, anyway, 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 very entertaining weekend. But anyway, let's let's start off. How let's we talk about that. my man Low. Let's talk about the RCF games. Let's talk about IamRCF.com forward slash contact. This is CrossFit. This is fitness. Check it out. You want to do better? Be better with the best. Four years running, going on five. King Five Eden Magazine. And they got the RCF games starting in July. July. A couple months away, three months, uh, three months away. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually, that's what we, that's one of the things we training for. So, man, I'm over here. That's the reason why I'm late, man, because I had to do a little bit extra work, man. I'm tired and exhausted, but you know what, though, man? I still get up for these things. <laughs> the black universal soldier over here. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it, baby. The black that's bucky. How we do it. Just check them out. Tell them Sonny sent you, shoot a sense. You get the three-week free trial. Maybe next year it'll be four weeks for your other friends that we help consider signing up. Check them out. IamRCF.com forward slash contact. This is CrossFit. Be better with the best. Four years running. King 5 Eden Magazine. How are we winning, baby? What you got? So this isn't a quote, but I like this one, especially after this weekend. It came out after the after this fight card weekend. And this is kind of how I I feel about us. Mm-hmm. There this is the talk? <laughs> There are no old lions in nature. Something younger, faster, and stronger always kills them off. That's That's how I feel where we're going, man. That's how I feel. Uh, Like all, like especially, especially since we are talking about, since we're talking about the oldest Mm -hmm. profession when it comes to sports. You know, you got gladiators, but it's boxing is like one of the old, especially on record, which we still have, man. It's going dating back over a hundred years. Every gladiator retired with one loss. uh, Yeah, (laughs) and but this is but but. What we have here is, as far as like when you see the Al Bernsteins and mm-hmm. you see the Harold Lettermans mm-hmm. and all these guys, like the Jim Lampleys, much respect to the Kings, man. But I feel like we coming. We coming. I feel, I feel, I feel like we coming, we're, we're man. So slide right in. I hey, you can't. Hey. You, you can't get away from it. You can't get away from it at all. So I, I cut when I saw this, I kind of liked it just because I'm like, hey, yo, somebody, somebody's got to take that spot. Why not us? Mm-hmm. I it's, feel like we good enough to hey, do it. They, they, they think it's a young man's game. Sometimes it is, but. Once we find our place, which we have, it, everything changes from there. Exactly. And I'm be telling them, young man, look, look at you, young man, look yep. at you, young man. Wait your turn. Wait your turn, young Wait man. Wait your turn. Wait your turn, young man. Nah, but that's but that's very true, man. One but more time. There are no old lions in nature. Something younger, faster, and stronger always kills them off. Ask Simba. There you go, Lion King, baby. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> you ready to take this with Yes, sir. Chin Don. Chin Don. Okay. 
me get this started. Ooh. Now, nice fight weekend. Only three fights. This weekend, no big fights. But then our next show next week, we got a lot to cover. Looking forward to that. Julian Williams versus Nathaniel Gallimore. From Jamaica, man. What did you think about this? Julian the Rock Williams, we see him lose to Jamal Charlo already yeah. at, at a title shot. And then we also saw... Then he had two wins after that, putting him in this opportunity to be lined up for another title shot. So um, I enjoy I enjoyed this whole fight card. It was I like a lot a lot of inside work and uh, body work, mm-hmm. especially in this one. It was a, it was a phone booth fight from the very beginning, but Julian Williams just looked more fluent and he had he outworked him, had more body work. Nathaniel Nathaniel Gallimore he tried to stay in it, but as the fight went along, he got a lot better. Mm-hmm. It oh, which. He, he started to show up a little bit more, yeah. getting a lot more aggressive near the end of the fight. Um, but Julian Williams was all over that boy. He was all over him. It, it was a pretty, he pretty much dominated that whole fight to me. And then at the same time, Julian Williams, he faced a little bit better opposition yeah. than Nathaniel Gallimore because just looking at the records alone, 21-4 and four with 15 knockouts for Julian Williams and uh, Gallimore 20-1 and one with 17 knockouts. The records are pretty similar, uh, especially with the... Uh, Mm-hmm. Gallimore having a higher knockout percentage, but just the level of competition, it yep. just showed it just shows you how it comes out too. So he was knocking uh, out stoners in Jamaica, had to come over here, and this is what happens. That's what that's what's going down. Now, hey, but Julian Williams, his face looks like he lost. Right. He is now number one contender for the IBF at 154 pounds, I believe that fight was at. Is that right? Yeah. Fifty four? Yeah, it was one it was one fifty four, but even that um Okay. I just want to note because that's uh, also one of the fighters in this card was the current champion for the 154. And I like how they do it, kind of like with the Superfly, yeah, yeah. like the Superfly turn. They just keep everybody on yeah. the same. Nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all because it, 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 it's almost guaranteed action and results. Well, it, it it's funny. It's no, I'm just talking about everybody on the same fight card at the same weight because <laughs> oh, it's like I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, it, no, that's what I'm saying. Like about the Superfly weight, it's yeah, just yeah. like. You know, you always never say you want to overlook yeah. your opponent, but at the same time, if you're lined up and then the main event is for the IBF title yeah, yeah. and the unification, yeah, and that, you're, yes, you're kind of like, hey, yo, I need to beat right him there. to I'm get to one of these guys. So one. you're already looking over that. So it's kind of dangerous to kind of do that. I, would, I wouldn't I would want to fight on the same fight card as, you know, maybe potentially somebody in the future. It I wouldn't want to do that. depends where I'm at on the, on the totem pole. If I'm that, still that hungry younger lion coming up there, you can put me on anybody's card. When I'm in that more conservative, trying to be more smart line, that's when that's that's probably when you're at your worst right there. Well, even then, I'm just saying, like, I'm like, I gotta fight Mike, I gotta fight my guy right now, mm-hmm. but at the same time is another card ahead of me. Yeah. Is I gotta worry about him too. And I don't that's wanna true. be like, hey man, who wins out of that who one? I'm like, one, yeah. hey, win, win your, your next fight, fight before you not make it to your next yeah. fight. Yeah, just focus on your fight before you don't make it. That's what we'll say to that guy right there. Julian Williams lined up for the IBF. Title. Hopefully he gets that title shot, but I don't know if it's going to be coming right away. One Please. a majority decision on that one. Yep. Julian Williams with the win, and then after that, now Julian Williams is from Philadelphia. Now currently there are no world champions out of Philadelphia right now, out of the number one boxing city in America, boxing state in America. So the last, of course, we all know who the last champion was from Philly. Danny Garcia. Garcia. So. It was interesting to see. There was just one of those, uh, like, if you watch NFL Network, they like to pull out them random stats. Yeah. That's a random stat right there. And that's also a little dig. Ugh, must hurt. Must hurt a little bit. And then we had the rematch. James DeGale versus Caleb Truox. This is uh, this was one of the bloodiest fights I've seen not from punches, 
Was this like a martial arts movie? Evander Holyfield and Victor Ortiz would be proud of the work that was <laughs> that, that was that was put in here. I sat there, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, how is this happening? Like Caleb Trucks is just sitting here, just getting beat down and by destroyed, face, yeah. just by, by just by a hard head, just whether it's both his eyes were cut. Both of his eyes were cut. Yeah, and then James DeGale looked like 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 the last hero standing coming out out the forest with that one eye just bleeding down, limping. Yeah, I don't know. This was a bloody fight from no punches. It, in, it the was in the beginning, James DeGale, he came out, he was coming forward, and he he looks like he wanted the belt. Yeah. And then even from the beginning, I was worried. I was like, headbutts. Like, come on, how many times are you going to headbutt? Like, you really, like, I really got that Victor Ortiz, and I, then, like, even like like James DeGale's headbutts. Uh, some of those were intentional, it looked like to me. Oh, you know they were intentional. Right. Come on, man. Okay, you, good, you've good, been good. there. And then you had, uh, he had a grind. He... He needed to grind this one out too. Um, Caleb Trucks, he was landing a lot of great uh, shots. He ended up turning the tide about halfway, about third, fourth round. He kind of turned the, he kind of turned the tide on that one. But for me, it was James DeGale. He, I, I don't think James DeGale did enough overall to take the title from yeah, Caleb Trucks. I'm, I agree with you 100 on that one. But he's de definitely showed that he was the the top level fighter. Yeah. On there, and that, and it kind of just shows like his last win was. I, I'm not gonna say it was a fluke. That his last win, he was under his last loss to Caleb Trucks. He was just under, unprepared, wherever he was at mentally, didn't focus right, and he had to come back and try to prove himself. But he didn't make himself look any better. Well, you know what though, but even the scorecard, the scorecards read. Well, I don't understand the 117 to 110. Yeah, I don't know what that. Uh, 114, 113 going yeah. either way between that. I can't understand. Yeah, I can understand yeah. that, especially with the point deduction yep. in round ten for James DeGale. But one of the things about this that kind of made me really sit uneasy. I just, I don't even. I don't even know what. To, I really don't even know what to say. It's just like James DeGale didn't. To me, it didn't. The rounds were too close. Yeah. To really call it, James Gale didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't think he deserved it. I didn't think he deserved I it. I can see that. And then, see that. and then the, the terrible thing about not deserving it that ain't got nothing to do with an opinion <laughs> of <laughs> what the scoring is. It's just like after I got done watching the fight, I was like, the opinion Ew. of the official scorecard. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like it's like no matter what I score, I'm like, I'm still gonna give you the loss because I don't like the way yeah. you fought this fight. No, James DeGale is a way better fighter than this. Yeah. And I don't understand what's going on. If, if there's something about Caleb Trucks that just, is he the guy who has his number? I don't know. And that could be it. Or does he have something more psychological that we just don't see yet? And it, it'll come out eventually, probably in public, online, because that's what happens this time. Well, I don't even know if he necessarily has his number because, like, he still got, Caleb Trucks don't have his number because he still came out with a, yeah, with the decision to win, but this is for the IBS super middleweight. It just, I don't know. I wasn't a, I wasn't from the beginning to the end. It was entertaining, but what, what, what do you think is more awkward for these guys when they're like getting stitches together, or like at the end of the fight at the, like the post conference? You know what I'm saying? Like when they're sitting talking, like you know, with the with the guy in the with the mic in the ring. I'd be. Do you remember when after the fight? Well, not even after the fight. After the fight. Um, it was like one of the Mike Tyson documentaries when he was talking about the Holyfield, uh, the Holyfield fight, where you know the second one where he bit his ear. Mm -hmm. But he was talking about how Holyfield was taller than him. But how are you under him with his head and he just goes black from the headbutts? <laughs> it's just that's one of those things that like. So if we're at the press conference, that's one of those cards that I would pull. I'm like, 
how am I? How do I keep getting headbutt like over and over again, yeah. man? You're not a professional boxer. You don't know yeah. how to do this. Where's without... the compu box on that? Where's the compu box on the headbutts? Because, uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was a pretty bloody fight, man, from just headbutts. Just headbutts colliding on there, and it wasn't even game point. What are you going to do? James DeGale what, what, did, what did not do... What did you just say? <laughs> uh, I, I, like, I paid attention, but I ignored it. But never mind. I don't, I don't want to go back to that. James DeGale did not do anything to help himself. I feel as far as for getting a big money fight or even making anybody clamoring to fight him, now he's probably going to get called out by everybody because they just think they can take the belt from him. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what I was going to say. He's money. gonna. I don't know if it's it's not going to be no pay per view, but it'll be it'll at one sixty eight. He's going to have a whole bunch of people calling. Caleb for him Plant's too. going to be calling for him. David Benavidez will be calling for him. Uh, who's the guy? Uh, Ron, uh, Ron Avril, Gavril? Uh, Ron Gavril. He, he'll be calling for him. Everybody's going to be calling but for him. But at the same time, so now beatable. he's... Andre Jarrell might be calling for him. He's the he's the champ now, so like he's still going to... I don't know if Caleb Sweetham Plants is ready for that yet, that grinded out. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's ready for that, but uh, David Benavidez, George Groves, oh, yeah. uh, Zerto. Yeah. George Groves and D- James Aguil, they already got two fights that they have. Uh, once as amateur, once as professionals, I believe. So... Then they have uh, some blood. Uh, you know, they, they don't get along at all, those two guys. There's definitely some personal beef there. So we'll see what happens with James Miguel. You know, I kind of forgot about him until he lost his title to Caleb Truox. If that's how you're going to continue to do it, that's up to you, man. But I prefer to see more exciting fights out there. He has had exciting moments. We'll see what he does. We'll see what he, do. uh, we'll see what he does. But hats off to him. He did exactly what he needed to yeah. do to win. So he got, he got that. He squeezed that one out. So congrats. Hats off to the champ now. Now, this next fight has two fighters that I, I think are definitely both skilled and talented. I'm not a, really a fan of either one, though. But this was a great fight. I'm a closet fan of uh, Ares Randy Laura. That, it's uh, acceptable. Yeah, okay, Very acceptable. Yeah. Uh, I'm a closet fan just because yeah. you know my prototype. I love pure love boxers. boxers. Yep. I love pure boxers. And then he, you can call you can best. call this in, first of all, uh, Paul the Punisher Williams. <laughs> Man. And then Canelo Alvarez mm-hmm. in a very and that that was that was a robbery. Yep. Ares Randy Lara versus Paul uh, the Punisher Williams was that was, a, a, that was, a, com, that was a complete robbery. Yes. robbery. And then Canelo Alvarez, which uh, some people say people he won. People could argue this you know, all people day. People can argue that all day, but Ke- those are his only two losses coming into this fight. Mm-hmm. We they already talked about it the whole time. And you know what makes me mad? Uh, sometimes I wish we can just blurt out the commentary. And just do the shows while they're live fighting because so many of the things that I've written down, they say, we talk about this over and over again. Now, we both said that where Jared Swift heard, not huge fans of this guy, but definitely respect his talent. Questionable Tin Man to me? No, I'm not going to give him, I'm not going to say that. I'm I'm not not going to say that anymore, but he was, going into this fight, he was questionable Tin Man to me. I won't say that anymore, though. You know what this fight reminded me of? Huh. Carl Frampton. Ooh. And Leo Santa Cruz, first the one? first one. Okay, okay. Ares Randy Laura did not fight the fight that he needed to fight. So, before this fight aired, I didn't even get to watch this fight at the time I wanted to. Before it aired, though, I watched uh, the Angulo versus Ares Randy Laura fight. Uh-huh. Just to kind of get me hyped up because that's what Jared Hur was talking about. That's what he kept saying he was going to do. That that kind of style with it. And this fight was exciting. I'm so upset with myself that I took so long to actually watch this fight. Because it was such a Understand- great fight. Understandable. And... and and see me at the same time. Jared is Hurt like is usually, a big boy. That's a big dude, he, right? He's a big boy, but at the same time, still the same weight. He had the reach advantage. The My, day before, they, they weren't the same weight to that day. 
Look, like, on, on Friday, yeah, not Saturday, because Jared Heard was massive. So, what 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 made me mad? Laura was staying still. He was not boxing like he wasn't. Like, he was just like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Was he not scared of his power? Nah, Jared Heard must hit. He must hit hard. I, I don't, I don't see it because Laura was coming back the whole time instead of moving side to side. Mm-hmm. Like that is his key. He makes the fight boring. When's the last time? When's the last time you said, "Hey, yo, man, that was an exciting Laura fight." Alfred Angulo. Yeah. And how or, long ago or was Brian that? Dimitriosa. Yeah. How long ago was that? Those are all like within okay, and, three two year spans, three year spans between each other. You know what? Hold on. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, he. I think he's had like one exciting year or two exciting years in total in his career. And now, because I'll say that the Vines Montreal versus, and also his Angulo fight, I'll, I'll say the first time that he fought Vines and, and Angulo was the same year. I'm gonna guess on that one. And then he fought Montreal's, whatever his name is. A second time, and he worked him again that time too. Okay, so five years ago, Alfredo Angulo, and that's when he fought him. And then uh, Vanas Matriosin was year. nope. It was 2012. Damn. So the year, be- so the year before that. Okay. And when did he become champion? Oh, well, I want to say 2015. 2014 versus Ishe Smith, right? Yep. Yep. So versus Ishe Smith. So, so from the last five years, last four to five years, he's been reigning supreme. That was after the Austin Trout, after the Canelo Alvarez. Mm-hmm. That's when he became. That's when he became champion. You haven't heard an exciting fight between like the Austin Trout, the Canelo Alvarez, like all that. The he he boxed. Fight, so yeah. when I so when I came into this, and in the last episode, is everybody's listening to him. Me and you, we went over it. I had this fight. I had this fight picked. Eric Randy Laura, and then before, we thought he was gonna work him. We we thought he was gonna work we him. Thought but, he was gonna work him. But you know what's even. No you know what's. You know what's. I'm not gonna say I didn't have faith because he was still a threat, but. He wasn't a threat because, and I hate, and I hate doing this because now that he's unified, now Jared Swift Hurt has unified the title. He's undefeated. He's, got three. he's what makes me two and a half. What? It's not upsetting me, but at the same time, I don't want to take nothing away from him. Yeah. But it's more but of I what I, I don't what want to take nothing away from him, but. I, I don't want to give you credit either. I, it, no, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. I think Ares Randy Laura didn't do what he needed to do to get it yeah. because on all the scorecards. Without that knockdown, Laura wins. Laura wins hands down, hands down, hands down. And hands I know down. he's upset about that. Oh, you know he. You is. know you, you know gotta be is. hot. You gotta you be hot now. Is. You should have been moving. Now I don't know if it's. He just got caught, I, man, and, and just lost the balance, went down. Any athlete. And like G, he took that eight count, stood up, ready, eye bleeding. Any any athlete, whether you boxed, whether you played any sports, but you know when you get tired. I always I, I hear this in my head till this day on Ali with Will Smith when the Frazier mm-hmm. Frazier move legs move legs I don't know I don't know whether Laura's legs did not work yeah but he didn't sometimes it's okay to get on a bicycle to get that W man yeah, especially okay. at the especially at the very end hey I, he he or he went up a, a notch with me because. After that knockdown, he stood his ground. He stood his he ground because he, he knew he only had he didn't have that much he had time left. left. But still, that was a long thirty seconds for him. I bet it was a long thirty. Se- it could have been a long thirty seconds, but he didn't fight his fight. No, this. So was the, are we? Are we? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Are, go we, ahead. are we impressed with Jared Hurd or unimpressed with uh, Laura? Because we know you he can, is the better talent. You, you have you have your own opinion on this. Just like I said right before this. I think it's more of what Laura didn't do than what Swift Heard did. Mm. Now, because we know we know how good Laura is, we know how good Laura can be. Jared Swift Heard. Now he did his job. 
He went in there. He brought the fight to him. Exactly what he was but I do. ain't never seen Laura cover up like this. Yeah, he never needed to must, because yeah. he can move. Jared Hurd hits hard. He must hit hard. Austin Trout said between the two, he hits Jared's harder. Hit, so, but but at the same time, is you don't need to hit hard versus Laura because he moves. Like true, a lot of the times, true. he negates the power. Floyd Mayweather fought a lot of people who are power punchers. Yep. And what did he do? Move he moved. Move. But, hey. And sometimes that's what you got to do, especially, hey, you was the longest reigning champ at 154 by movement. Yep. He's trying to go 11 years. Didn't work out, but what are you going to do? Look. I think think there'll be a rematch before anybody else gets a shot, though. It needs to be. Yeah. I think, look, we got... And I I won't even be quick to jump and say that Laura beats him in a rematch because Jared Hurd, that was the first time I've seen him that persistence. We got a split decision. 114-113 Laura mm-hmm. and then 114-113 two uh two judges had it for her. That's a rematch. Yeah, that's a rematch. That's a rematch. Yeah, that's a rematch. And then just like Leo Santa Cruz and Carl Frampton, yeah. I'm gonna take Arizona Randy Laura again. Because I, like you I, got you gotta yeah. move. Like you gotta move. You yeah. gotta move. You saw everything that you did. He backed up no side to side movement. It was it was ugly. He he lost that fight. He lost yeah. that fight. I agree with that one. Just because I was I was gonna say this earlier that body language that body language sometimes that can lose the fight for you. Yeah. If your body language, if your body language is defeat, you will get defeat. Period. So, what is it? Um, they say Barry Sanders, the first person who touched him, never tackled him. Mm. What the Matrix, uh, Vasil Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. You never hit him twice in the same combination. <laughs> okay. When's the last time you've seen somebody roll off these many combinations against Ayers Randy Laura? Nobody. No. Yeah, no. No. Nobody. Nobody. We didn't. We saw a guy who was a shell of himself, and yeah. I'm not gonna say it's because of age. I hope not. It's because of, it, it could. It could well, be. His last fight, he didn't look like that same American dream that he was. He didn't look inspired. He didn't look determined. It, it's like he's been chasing this Canelo rematch that he'll never get, and no. he just. Canelo's on the Canelo's on the money. He's mm-hmm. on the he's on the money. And you know what though? It's it's one of those <clears> things. Is like I never being a for more times than not. I consider myself old school. Just for I I just not saying Jared Swift is a new breed of athlete, but at the same time is I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the seasoned veteran over somebody who's I'm not gonna say untested or unproven, but Arizona Laura had the better resume. I've seen more of his work that I was impressed with as far as him being dominant. He, he lost and probably still considered the best in the division. Exactly. That's how so, good he is. Yeah, and I just reeled, and I just reeled off his two losses, is, yeah. which is arguably just one loss, mm-hmm. and then arguably could be undefeated, undefeated depending, on how, yep. depending on how you look That's at right. it. So when you, to, when you talk to somebody who's like, he was cheated out of the Canelo loss. Definitely uh, cheated out of the... Not cheated, not cheated. Well, he was cheated out of the Paul the Punisher that Williams fight. Collectively, everybody agrees yes, on that Yes, everybody. One, yeah. And then the Canelo, the Canelo you can make an argument. You can, you can make an argument for it. You can argue either it. side of it. You can argue either side of it for, for days. So... And, go ahead. He needs it. It's going to be tough on Ferris Landy Laura because if he doesn't come back... I don't know. He might be done. He might be done. I, you might have knocked it right there on the right there on the tip of the nose, and we sh- saw a shell of himself. Because I I believe that his drive is gone, or at least that same fire that was burning when he fought Canelo or Paul Williams, I believe that same fire is gone, and now it's just nine to five mode. Now I'm okay 
Now something like this, when that. it comes, yeah, this I'm okay with this. Yet. I'm okay with this. If he is a shell of himself and he is a, lo- a little bit older, I'm a fan of changing of the guards mm-hmm. and he getting fresh blood mm-hmm. in these new divisions because yeah. that's what makes the sport better. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't have the same people dominating over yep. and over again year after. I mean, you can, you can, but at the same time, it's Eventually a little bit. Get it's a little bit. Inter- it's a little bit entertaining, just like we always say. It's like I don't mind being wrong. That, that in actually this goes kind of. perfect with exactly what you said for uh, the how we winning. Was what was it? Oh yeah. The the a and that's what the captain with the caption I had it had Laura it had Laura down over that's what it is change of the guard young lion has come to destroy the mad lion just like in a pool hall junkies because the lion hey. is <laughs> hey real is. talk now triple G still don't got a date to the dance I thought hey. you was fighting him well, you, you just know, got to drop what three good pounds? news everybody I am going to be in Las Vegas for Cinco de Mayo weekend I got to lose three pounds and this means triple G. Somewhere around the ring, or at least in the same vicinity. I don't know if I'll actually jump in the ring if the money's right. I might do it. You never know. You never know. It takes one shot for someone to go down. I'll <laughs> fall real quick, too. Give me my money. I need 150000 If the Triple G fights you and then you take a dive, nobody yeah. would ever pay for a Triple G pay-per-view. <laughs> ever just, again. Ever again. We ruin his career. So how, how, would, how, how does he still not have an opponent now? How is this fight not already canceled? Because money, because money talks always. So like, the thing is, if you can like, find yo, somebody, Sonny's by, coming to it's town. not going to be pay per view. Somebody. It's not going to be pay per view. No. But somebody of value can yeah. come by. Well, it's already not a T-Mobile Arena anymore. It's going to be at the MGM Grand. So that's that was a big move. Um, the first guy, Sullivan, uh, oh, Spike O'Sullivan. There you go. He uh-huh. turned he turned down the Triple G fight. And then they were talking about some Japanese guy I've never heard of. Yeah. Um, also to go in there. So this is one of those things like you can't just make it the Sean Porter sparring partner fight. But who's got a decent name that's going to take that risk off of a three-week notice? You know, now everybody likes to say I'm always in the gym. We know you're usually not. It's okay. It's a lifestyle. It's what it is. Mayweather was always in the gym and you see that level of Difference, but we said, but, but Mayweather is a different different breed of athlete. Like you, you know, you know, then you got your Shacks, you know, who's the exact opposite of, the, of all this stuff. You know, honestly, like if you wanted to make a good fight, somebody off this short of notice, and as far as style, the only person that I would put up like at this short of notice that could actually be a legitimate threat to him is uh Dimitri Sandrod. He's been crying for the fight. Yeah, he, he, ha- he has been. Give it to him. And the thing is, he's not one of those people. He's not a pressure fighter. No. He's a smart, meticulous mm-hmm. fighter. I can see him That's picking Triple G apart. Not saying he would keeps win. Forgetting about him. Yeah, because he's just not fighting enough, or not getting the right opponents. And I don't know what it is. If it's his team, or if it's, uh, or if it's HBO. It has to be his team. Yes, it has to be, be him and his be. team. Because want, want too much money. They think they think his undefeated record is is better than what it is. Yeah. But the thing is, even his record, I trust this. I trust it's not. I trust his style. Yeah. And I trust him being him, especially his last fight. Who's he fight? Who, what was his What was his last fight? Uh, Who did he fight? Joe Ish the Ragman. <laughs> he was a Philadelphia taxi driver. Actually, uh, see, it was a, some skinny brother that uh that uh it, yeah. I don't remember his name, but I remember we watched it. As you look that up there, Demetrius Allen John is a guy that every, at least once or twice a year, I go, oh yeah, 
I forgot about that dude because either I found out he's fighting or my man shooter brings him up as the best possible candidate for this. There was a moment when I really liked this fighter and I wanted to see so much more of him, but somebody somewhere is making the wrong decision when it comes to your career and the fights you get or any fights at all. And that's why we forget about Man, him. yeah. Uh, Atlantis Fox. Uh, he fought him in October last year. Dang, the time Damn. just goes by fast. Yeah. See, already he's missing half the year right now. He, if he doesn't have a fight scheduled right now, he's not gonna. He's gonna fight once this year again. Wasted talent. Wasted his time. Twenty five and 0, 16 knockouts in his so last. So I already decision, know you ain't making no money. i have like, and it's hard. It's you'd be hard pressed to find a boxer who stands in the middle of the ring mm-hmm. boxing. Like his last fight that he had, it was actually beautiful to really watch yeah. because like he stayed in the middle of the ring and you just couldn't get to him. See, and it's funny too because Demetrius Andrade and uh, one of the Charler brothers they had a little incident that was on YouTube. But it wasn't, it was, it was whatever. But when we saw Dane Jacobs and the Charlo saw each other, that was, that was real talk right there. You know what I'm saying? So, Jameet Sanjay, I don't know what you're doing, and I hope you're not overpricing your value because you need to ask maybe people outside your camp what you're worth because they're going to tell you you're worth a million dollars. Ask the other people who's not there to say yes, and they'll give you a lower number for sure. So, Triple G, let's get somebody in this ring here. I'm pretty sure we can find some Ukrainian cab driver to step up. There's got to be a lot of fighters out there that we've never heard of they could use. It really grinds my gears, the fact that <laughs> it's coming to the way we're now. We went from arguably the fight of the year candidate without even without even the first bell being rang. I'm glad you say that. I want to you to read this thing. What's that next line say right there? What's, what's that say? No big fights till 2019. That is one of the themes I've said at the beginning of this year. And I thought the only thing we had to hold on to was a rematch that now we don't have to hold on to. Now, I think... Now, this is how it's going to go down. If Triple G does not get a fight right now, he's going to have to stop training camp, take some time off, and then find another fight for another training camp. If you do that, you automatically will go well past to the point where you cannot fight in September, just based off the math alone. Because if he doesn't take this fight... It's a month off, and then he starts training camp again. What, we know the six weeks again? That's going to be, that's, uh, what, two months and two weeks from April? Already, already we're almost in July right now. Boom. So now, the opportunity of fighting in September, very slim, very slim. So that, that fight is on jeopardy for just that rematch in 2019. Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. It's not on paper. I would be shocked if that happens this year. I think they would rush it. Um, if I was a promoter personally, I would try to make it 2019 because you get a lot more money, assuming that they get the right matchups until then. What do you? How would? How would that? You you tell me, and I'm at, I'm sincerely asking. What's the difference between them waiting, uh, like say September and then next year? With how? Anthony Joshua's weak performance, I want to see him fight Luis Ortiz, because now this is this is the opportunity for Deontay Wilder's stock to skyrocket if Luis Ortiz beats him. Or if he just if, if if Anthony Joshua can't beat him better than Deontay Wilder did, I want to see big 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 baby Miller versus Deontay Wilder even, cause that boy's a big that's a big baby. Deontay Wilder's guy he's got one solid punch, it could knock down a wall, but or kill you. But that's really all he has. That's I mean, terrible. That's ter- That's terrible. I mean, whole, he's a good. Your whole, your whole output is saying. terrible. No, like I understand what I understand what you're saying, but as far as don't these be guys, bad if I'm right. No, I'm going to be English. mad. I'm. I am going to be mad at you if you're right. You're. You're. Re- you're rarely right. But the thing is, 
me listening to that, they're not going to risk because if Luis Ortiz beats him, the money's gone. Yep. So you you're no, not going to no, no. you're not no. The, that fight is not going to be the same if Anthony. If Joshua you were Eddie just, Hearn, would you let Anthony Joshua fight uh, Luis Ortiz before Deontay Wilder? No. No. Not at all. Way too risky. Way too risky. Then why'd you bring it up? Because I think, because something like that is is possible. Now, what's really going to happen is Anthony Joshua will probably fight Alexander Puppetkin because the WBA is about to order that fight to happen. So either he fights him or he loses the belt. If he loses the belt, he loses value fighting Deontay Wilder. So right off the bat, if that if that's getting forced, if they can't pay him no step aside money to Puppetkin, they ain't fight to 2019. That's just that's just gonna be what it is based on the governing bodies. I don't know how. Look, look, I don't I don't do the politics uh, part of it, so I don't know exactly how that's gonna work out. I don't don't know about your politics. I don't know about your politics. Look, your politics. Just get it done. They from both sides from both both sides. What I've been reading is they they both they want they want the fight, and then so they can't step. They're not gonna step into what what month are we in? I don't I don't know. What is April? They got more than enough time. I'm thinking about a September something late. Something that would be September, ideal. Oct- That'd be October. Ideal. You got four months to get this ta- thing taken care of. You got less than that as far as paperwork. But that the remember the, in the, the thing that I showed you. Kind of get away from that a little bit. What was it? Where are we at? What are we talking about here? We are talking about no big fights for 2019. Because right as of right now, yeah. the biggest fight for 2019 is going to be. 2019 or this year? 2018, I'm sorry. Yeah. Biggest fight for 2018 so far, probably Kelbrook, Earl Spence. Well, that was last, last year, huh? That was this year. That was this year? That was January. Okay, Kelbrook, Earl Spence is probably the... No, no, no. Kelbrook, Earl Spence? No, no, yeah. No, no. Earl right. Spence. Wait. Earl Spence versus Lamont Peterson? Lamont. No, not even that one. Yeah. Because, yeah. So I'm trying to think what the biggest fight this year would have been. <sighs> well, let's bring it out because we bring it out every yeah, show now. Because so, as of so. right now, it was on pace to be Triple G and Canelo with the rematch, but now that's at jeopardy of a rematch in this year anyways. Part of me thinks Canelo wants to fight him next year because he's a little bit older in the tooth. He's a little bit older in the tooth. It's like we have, I mean, there's not the biggest fight. like Brian, Brandon, Rio, Brandon, Brandon Rios, Rios, Danny, Danny Garcia. Garcia. That's going to be uh, George Groves and Chris Eubank Jr. Yeah, that, that, wasn't, was, that was another fight, one. Yeah. Um, Soren Visay, Ron Francisco Estrada. Um, the Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz is going to be the biggest fight yeah. of this year. Just based so far. off the names, just based and, off the and names and fight they, too was exciting. Both so. undefeated. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good fight. So that yeah. that was that was about it. So I love that boxing itself as a as a as a sport has has been very very consistent these last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Now we get need some of these networks to be more consistent with the coverage of it, and things will just be all perfect in my world. So I like to see some big fights happen in 2018, but I don't want to. I want. I don't want them all to happen now. So I have none next year. I hope that. I, I hope we can figure something out, and let's see what happens with these two Goliaths. Be because they're they're destined for a trilogy. So, but there's a sweet spot that they want to make it worth as much as possible. But if you go past it, then you you're like the Pacquiao. Mayweather. One. And that's what happens. Andre Ward got a new job. I heard. Well, he yeah, got two actually, jobs. He yeah. got two jobs. I'm actually a fan of this one. You know what? I didn't watch Andre Ward is uh, the new host of The Contender. Mm-hmm. I never watched the first Contender. I so know you Sergio did. Mora was one of the winners of the first Contender. I think Brian Vera was another one too. But yeah, I did watch it. Um, it was one of this. Probably the only reality show I ever watched. Like, I haven't even watched the UFC one. I watched Flavor of Love. Oh, when it first came, horrible. it was when it first came out. Like I don't know what it was. There was a couple of girls. Yeah, boy. 
Hey, man, look. I don't know what it was, but every Sunday it had me glued. I don't know. It was the first. It was the first thing that I don't know why I loved it. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you why I loved it. But You're Flavor of Love was the first uh, reality TV was, show that Roger I watched. Roger Ward, Flavor of Love. That's that's what we think. That's the respect we show the man. He's a, he's a great Hall of Famer there. Good job, buddy. Andre Ward set to host a contender. Not sure exactly when it's coming back, but it's something they just announced recently. So I like to hope check that out. Now, if also on that Showtime Fight Card, we had uh, you man got interviewed. And is it a possible MMA? Talking about Mayweather in MMA? I don't think so. So I was reading. I was reading something on this. If the fight did take place, it would have so many special rules for it, like no kicking. The grappling would be accepted, but no. No, you can clinch. No, no takedowns. You can clinch, and you can use your hands for like attack. So that means you could punch like regular boxers. You could do spinning back fists. You could do all any type of martial arts stuff, style punch you could think of. Um, and those were it. And he said he it was no like it was it was no Easter egg. He just said if you see Mayweather return, he'll return in the octagon. I still think he's gonna be in some UFC game, or as like an announcer possibly, or a promoter, Pro, like be the first promoter actual UFC fighter, possibly Conor McGregor. Who knows? I can see him do something like that because he's still not lying as far as for entering that ring. He's he's done boxing. And if he does get those rules, he's going to win that fight. If he gets those rules, because he's so smart, he won't do it if he don't think he can win. He won't do it. He won't do it at all. I'm not going to lower myself <laughs> to discuss the stupidity of all this because, like, no matter what, it's still going to bring – the Mayweather was better when he was retired. Yeah. It's still gonna bring up, oh well, yeah, Mayweather can't do it because these are the special rules that they had. He's and then, fifty-five, and then, and then look, look, <laughs> he's like then you're gonna talk, oh like that, okay, right? then maybe take some away the rules, and he still gets pay-per-view money. I will never, yeah. you're not get as much as I love Mayweather, and I loved what he did yeah. for the sport as far as getting athletes paid. He's not getting another dollar of my money, <laughs> at all. I'm I not supporting any. I will watch. I will watch. I yeah. will. I Wait. will go out of my way to watch. But we didn't chip in on the last fight we saw. It was your boy's house. They paid for everything. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing it. As far as bringing a bottle to the house, I will do that. But I am not. And even then, I'm not watching the whole UFC card. I'm just coming in here for this. Just to watch Mayweather. This. <laughs> just because I have to. If he was in there, it'd be boxing in that octagon for the preliminary. You know that, right? It'd be Javante yeah. Davis or something. <laughs> Oh, are we going to discuss uh, that? Yeah, that's actually what's next there. Okay. Mayweather on the same interview said that he wants Javante Davis and Lomachenko this September. Okay. I'm going to tell you why this is happening. Cool. We are, Javante Davis already has a fight coming up. Yeah. Versus Lomachenko has a fight coming up too. Javante Davis. Who's he fight? Who's Javante Davis fighting? Um, uh, Former champion. I can't think of his uh, name. Get your, something. Get your something. September. Some uh, possible churro in there. I can't think of his name, but I do know that Lomachenko does have a fight coming up against Jorge Linares, which no, could be that's a not. great fight or a oh, yeah. boring uh, fight. Jesus Qjar. Jesus Queller. C.E. Queller. It's I, not I, Queller. We'll, we're going to talk about this later here. It's, it's Qjar. But anyway, you know why? You know, you heard the rumors about how Javante Davis was bad-mouthing Mayweather and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I think Mayweather is this spiteful. That he know, because at first they weren't pressing, he they weren't pressing his Javante Davis Lomachenko fight. It was like, hey, he doesn't have a name or whatever like that. Yeah. I think if you cross or badmouth Mayweather, he cuts you off and he's sending this what? sheep. He's sending sheep yeah. to the wolves. Yeah, 
as Let's much see as what I, you got there. Yeah. Uh, especially after his last output on the on that, yeah. I, I his last output was still the Mayweather McGregor card. Yeah, oh, it's horrible. That was yeah, yeah. Francisco yeah. Fonseca. Oh man, Javante Tank Davis. This is a guy that we had so much hype, and you're losing your hype within less than twelve months. I think I don't think he's just losing his hype. I think Mayweather is set setting him up for failure with this one if he wants this. He's getting and then you're already overlooking who you're fight. You're already overlooking who you're fighting now. But at the same time, is <sighs> I just I just honestly think I can see May- Mayweather as being the type of person that's like, okay, you want to talk to hey. Mm-hmm. Hey kid, we're gonna give you the money. Hey, you're gonna get paid off this pay per view fight and with then, uh, Lomachenko. And then bam, you Dumb. get rocked. You just get out schooled. You just get out class. Everybody just... disappears. The friends disappear. The yes men disappear. The money disappears. That's Everything what disappears. Happened. That's what. That's what it's happened. It's a cold game, baby, and that's what's gonna happen. So Javante Davis, if you think your skill level is up there with Lomachenko, we appreciate your confidence and we respect that, and we would like to wish you good luck because you will need the luck of the Irish probably. But Lomachenko will walk circles around you today. I'm not saying you can't beat him. Today, if you fight, that's how it's going to end. And Mayweather looks like he's just focusing more on being a promoter, which is good. He, can, he might be able to offer something good for some of these young fighters out there. Now, Jamel Charlo is announced to fight Austin Trout. I thought, wait, Trout fought Charlo once. He fought Jamal Charlo. Jamal Charlo. Okay, okay. So now they just both pick it on him. Isn't this bullying at this at, at this point? No, it's not necessarily bullying, but at the same time, is uh, uh, well, what's crazy about this is I'm glad I'm glad Austin Trout's a classy fighter and doesn't talk smack, because he can easily get them confused talking smack right now. He's like, yeah, hey, whichever one I'm fighting. But at the same time, is you just got TKO'd. You just by got Jared to by, by Jared by the current, hurt, by by the the current champion. champion. Now, even though I had Austin Trout picked in that one just because of how you're talking about a harder puncher than Jamel yeah. Charlo. So we'll see what happens. Jamel I like Charlo I, I like Austin Trout. I don't want him to take this fight. I will watch it, but I already see the snuff. I don't want him party. to take yeah, yeah this is gonna just, be bad. I mean he can This is a good I I don't think he's gonna last six six rounds, man. I think Jamel's gonna have about pretty quick. Pretty quick. So, do you believe he, the? Have you heard and uh, have you heard about the rumors about the Charlos? You haven't heard about it. You haven't heard one? about that. Both of them. No. So they're the they're, clones? Par- they're no the same person. No, they're oh. they're part they're partiers, man. Oh, oh yeah, I knew that. But so they yeah so they like they like yayo they like the yeah, girls they, they like, they all like that, the yeah, girls yeah. the drinks oh, the yeah. yayo the snow I, the they hate with Billy Joe right now. I would hate for them to beat because the thing is, you always badmouth them, but I like the I like both of the Charles. I like Jermel. I would hate for them to fall off the deep end because of stuff like this. He caught their the, own the, hype. Just yeah, just do the Tyson route. I don't want them because they're too, they're too talented. They're too talented for this. This and, is and, and, they're phenomenal talent only because they're identical twins. You know what I'm saying? How often do you get identical twins that are elite fighters like that? Like. Uh, Vladimir and Vitaly Klitschko, that's older and younger brother. Two different two different ages. The Durrells. They're older and younger brother, too. They're not twins. They're Versus, basically twins. Yeah, that's racist for one. <laughs> that's racist. But these two guys are identical twins. They're both elite fighters. Look at look at uh, Triple G and his twin brother. Yeah, no, but no, I'm not I'm manager, not anyways, twins or not. These yeah. guys whether they're guys different, they're both they're both they're, habitat. Yeah. The what makes them special too. I think what it is is like what you're saying that you're I'm not going to say you're discrediting them but at the same time the way they're knocking people out and dominating their fights 
the, equally at the mm-hmm. same time, and then especially that's cleaning out divisions impressive. and one going up. Yeah. I think that's what makes it extra special for the well, for the most part. Jamal and Jamil are on a, on a collision course with the top fighters in their divisions, and that's yeah, what I want. I want to see them do it because they could beat every single one of them. Yeah, but they will can. They, is different. And you know what's funny is like um so, <laughs> so my man Al Al he uh he texts me on. Uh, on one of my phones or whatever, I didn't get to him. One of, one, of my, one of my phones. He texted me right there, and he asked me. He asked me to who was gonna win, uh, her or Laura. And then I didn't get back. I didn't get back to him in time. But it was just like it was after the fight. I was like, by the time I got to my phone, I was like, yo, I would have told you to pick Laura. Yeah. And then which he would have won if he didn't get knocked down. At the, he was he was up on the scorecards mm-hmm. until then. With Thirty but seconds the, left. But yeah. at the same time, is like you know when you get. When you get like gamblers and betters or anything like that that call you and they ask you for your pick, <laughs> yeah. and then I tell you to pick Jamel or Jamal Charlo, and they get smoked or schooled because yeah. of what they do afterwards, like an Adrian yeah. Broner or something like that, just because of what they do in after mm-hmm. hours and they don't have the discipline, that's going to disappoint me because ain't nothing more disappointing than when a fighter that you like gets beat and it's not even. They, Something that has to do with skill when they beat themselves. Like John that's Jones terrible. Is so good. Oh, only he could beat himself. Yeah, and he did a good job. He great did a job. great job of beating great himself. Great job beating so. himself. So yeah, being <laughs> he's probably broke because of it too. So Jamel and Jamal Charlo, hopefully, call, You're Billy, listening call to us. Billy Joe. Call Billy Joe. Ask him how he does it, and just take <laughs> his advice. He'll show you how to do it properly, and you still live the same lifestyle, essentially. I'm helping you out. Remember, you tell them Sonny sent you. It's all good. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, but the difference between them and Billy Joe is these guys are arguably at the top of their division. Yeah. Billy Joe, we're not going to give him that credit. He has a belt, but at the same he time, a, it's, he has we a don't, belt in their division. He has Jamal's division, one sixty. Put them together. Put them together. Who are you taking? Today, I would probably taking? take Billy Joe. Today, actually. you would take you would take Billy Joe. I think, Jam- over I think Jamal, Jamal Charlo needs at least one more person in there before now. Face, now, before he should fight a Billy now, Joe. Hating aside. Mm-hmm. Are you still taking Billy Joe Saunders? I would take him today as the veteran on this one because I think I don't know if Jamal Charles is ready for that guy yet. You seen an indecent proposal, right? Oh, of course. You made, yeah, of course first of all, we may be uh, more, we we may be you know showing our age, but if you guys haven't seen indecent proposal, it's a it's a crazy one yeah. with Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore. Yeah, but anyway, Redford, yeah. so you remember at the beginning of the movie, you down to your last hundred bucks or yeah. whatever it was, or last thousand, whatever it is. I tell me, you shouldn't make life decisions. Hey, in man, real at all. You're putting your last of everything on Billy Joe Saunders versus Jamel Charlo. If they fought today, I would say I stand by that. I stand by that. Because the difference is Billy Joe Saunders is, is has that Mayweather ass smack talk. Mm-hmm. And they never they never had anybody talking to him like that. Never they never had no white boy talking to him like that. That's mm-hmm. for sure. You better believe that. And he can get in their head and under their skin and he got the skills to do it. He got the skills to do it. I would take him. It would be a and also, and if I was betting my last hundred, the odds would be crazy, not in his favor. So I would definitely win way more if I did bet on him instead of Jamal Charla. That's that's how the Vegas odds would work anyway. So if they fought today, I think Jamal Charla needs at least one. He needs to fight at least one more person up at that class, like a David Lemieux or a Curtis Stevens, and then he's ready. Because because that's how that's how we know he's not a gatekeeper. 
I'm taking a child off, man. I, I, I'm taking a child off. I, I understand that your racist decision, that that's what it is. It's fine. only half racist. <laughs> it's only semi. We still love it. It's, co- it's, it's diet racism. It's, it's, it's like, uh, what's that, crystal clear Pepsi or something. <laughs> Zima. No. We love Billy Joe Saunders. We like the Charlo brothers. I like Jamel. Jamal, he's solid. But we got to see what they got next. We got to see what they're going to prove. Make sure you download that Square Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. Tell your friends and tell your family. New shows every single Thursday. Now, there's no big fights on Saturday, but on Thursday, tomorrow is, or when you're listening to this later today, is going to be Francisco Vargas versus Rod Selka. Is that Thursday? You said Thursday? Yep. Oh. Now, Rod Selka is known for his uh, being on the end of a KTFO from mm-hmm. a Danny Garcia when he was an undersized opponent. And we all know Francisco Vargas, uh, one of the first guys to, uh, one of the other most recent fighters from Mexico to test positive for that Clen Butrinol thing when he fought Orlando Salido. But they're fighting on the ESPN, and then we have after that a Jamal James Abel Ramos PBC card, Fox Sports 1. I think this is one of these young up-and-comers. I know Jamal James Abel Ramos sounds familiar, but I can't put a face to it. I'm not sure who these guys are. Well, you know, PBC, we, even though we haven't hyped them up or talked about them recently, they're just known for putting on great yeah. fights, so yeah. I expect this to be... And it's usually when it... Usually these kind of cards where it's just like it's yeah. not exciting on paper yeah. ends up being the best kind of fights, period. So, like, exactly. I'm actually looking forward to... I'm looking forward to that, and I'm surprised hey. it's actually tomorrow. Hey. All my days are running in together. Hey, and you know, this is just a little teaser because next Saturday, next week, we're going to be talking about Adrian Boner versus Vargas. Correct. Amir Khan's return to the ring. Mm-hmm. Frampton versus Nonito Denaire, a fight I've been quietly looking forward to because I, I want to see my man Nonito Denaire put some hands on him and maybe catch him with a left little sleeper. Gonna, I don't know if he, he gonna, can do it. He's going to go to sleep. But this is a, I think that that's a matchup that, that says excitement on it. So I think that's going to be a great weekend next weekend. But we got some fights to watch this weekend. That's what's, that's what's beautiful about this. So set your DVRs, but make sure you download that Square Circle app and tell your friends and tell your family about us. SC101, baby. You know where to find us. How we winning, man. What's, what's that sin again? There are no old lions in nature. Something younger, faster, and stronger always kills them all. Ooh, I wonder if the Cougars say the same thing to the young cubs. So make sure you download that app. And Lions, let me hear you roar. I'll talk to you all later. <laughs> Shit.